the person who gets the most done has the least excuses. Welcome to the Millionaire Woman Show, where we'll be discussing leadership, business, human potential, inspiring you to live rich from the inside out. Unlock your creativity, stretch out of your comfort zone, break through your barriers, take inspired action, and achieve epic results. Now here's your host, three-time best-selling author, speaker, and certified executive coach, Deborah Kozowski. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Millionaire Woman Show, where we bring you guests from around the globe. Literally, we have Rhonda Swan here. She is in Bali uh, right now. So to bring and inspire, motivate, and educate you with principles of life, leadership, and business. And I'm really excited that uh, Rhonda has reached out. She's a world traveler, online brand strategist, social media expert, and author. Rhonda sometimes is referred to as the provocateur and a power woman for her ability to sire up a group of unstoppable, as the unstoppable mama, for her coaching skill that she brings out the best in people and is known for her practical, street savvy style. And Rhonda's fusion of real life stories and conversational techniques connect with her audience at an intimate, intense, and individual level. She can make you cry and think at the same time. Time. Please welcome Rhonda Swan to the show. Hi, Deborah. So great to be here. <laughs> well, we're across time zones. I'm so grateful that you're here. There's so much going on in the world right now, and I'm really excited um, to tap into some questions that I've been thinking about. Um, but I'd love for you to tell everybody a little bit about your journey, which has gotten you to Bali. We were just talking before the before we hopped on here that you're originally from Michigan. So Michigan to Bali. There's <laughs> got to be a lot of story and yeah, journeys. Yeah, there definitely is. Um, and I would say salamit pagi to everyone. That means good morning in Indonesian. Um, yeah, there is a big story actually that's related to how we've, we've, we're here. Um, my family's actually been traveling for 12 years now. We, this is our fifth year living here in Bali. We decided to settle down. Um, my daughter has lived in over 50, 57 different countries, um, six continents in the last 12 years. So we've been quite busy, uh, but I'll, I'll be totally upfront and honest. It didn't happen because we won the lotto. It didn't happen because, you know, we um, thought we were quite savvy that traveling around the world should be the greatest thing to do. It was actually quite opposite. Um, I, I worked in for a, a corporate company. I was a big executive for uh, GlaxoSmithKline Pharmaceuticals. Goodness, now it's been 15 years that I retired. Um, but I was groomed to run the Western division of this big company. And I one day had a breaking point. Now, you might have a lot of women here and, and parents that are working corporate or they're looking to become an entrepreneur uh, and may relate to this. Uh, one morning, seven o'clock meetings, you know, drove an hour in traffic and here I'm going, um, you know, my boss is there and she's like that lady that's like got the perfect hairdo and the bag and the shoes match, right? And so the meeting starts and I want to be, have her job. So I'm sitting there watching and this woman walks in and she was about 15 minutes late. So she scurried around the back of the room and my boss, Jane, I'll never forget it because this is something that has been ingrained in, in, in why we are doing what we're doing today. And uh, she said, you're late. And the woman's like shuddering. She said, I'm so sorry, Jane. I just had a six-week-old baby and I dropped her off at daycare and this is the first day back to work. And I sat there and I'm like, here I am, you know, this MBA, corporate executive. And I'm thinking that's who I wanted to be. And I, at that moment, went, whoa, whoa, whoa wait a minute that's who you want to be? Someone that is forcing a, a woman to put a six-week-old baby in daycare, not be 15 minutes late? Yeah. 
So a lot happened that moment. I had a complete shift, told my husband, I'm out. I am quitting this corporate deal. And he's like, talk about how could you quit your corporate job? It's like, we just bought a five bedroom house. Right. And um, I'm like, yeah, but I can't do this. And sorry, if you guys are hearing my dogs barking, this is what's perfect home, you know, working from home means dogs are in your office. And <laughs> so anyways, that's what happened. And I quit. I quit my job uh, about three months later, started our company. We run a, I run a branding agency and I, um, I was so good at what I did in sales and pharmaceuticals, which is really about building a brand. I was a brand. And I said, look, if, if people want to start working online, I listened to Steve Jobs and he's like, look guys, and this was in um, 20, 2005, 2000, yeah, 2005. It's like, if you're not looking for something online or bring your current business online, you are going to be um, behind. So I was like, well, this is perfect timing. You know, I, I want to work in this job anymore. I got to find a way to build a company and a business online. And that's what I did. And so I quit my job and um, then, you know, had this baby and was working from home. And... Um, I had a lot of cash heavy and invested in a lot of real estate. So in 2007, 2008, all these great things that we did, we lost it all. And so that's when we started to travel. We said, you know, lo and behold, uh, what are we going to do? Are we going to stay in this house? Are we going to stay? Are we going to go get those jobs again that we told our, you know, unborn child that we'd never do? And so we literally sold everything that we had. And um, with a baby and a vow, left with $12,862 left to our name and set off an airplane ticket to Hanalei Bay, Kauai. That's my daughter's name, Hanalei, and uh, our, we were married there. And it's been 12 years, so we actually never turned back. We've built multiple seven-figure empires since then. So, I, wow. so that's a long story, uh, it's short, but it really, I think, helps give people a vision to see, like, how do people get to where they are, yeah. and that a lot of stuff's going to happen, especially right now. We're in the middle of a pandemic right now, right? Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of people who are thinking it's the worst time in their life, when in reality, it could be the best. Yeah, and, and I know that this time is very much a reset, but I'm really curious about, tell me about the moment when you quit, if you can take yourself back to that place. Like what tell, is there fears? Was there doubts? Was there anything that it was like, you know what? Yeah, I, I mean, got it's, it's, just for those people who are thinking about absolutely. taking a leap, maybe not to the same. Extreme. Yeah. I mean, I, that was, it, it, you know, it seems like it happened, you know, instantly, but, but I made a decision instantly is really what it was. Right. So, Hey guys, seriously, <laughs> this is hilarious. Um, and, and, and thank you for being open that here we all are from home and our dogs are working. Um, they're normally locked out. Yeah, the, um, I, it was a, a, a difficult moment because, you know, here I am thinking that, you know, this is all I've worked for, right? I have a master's degree. I've been with this company for eight years. This is all I wanted. And so to walk into my boss's office and uh, to say, look, I'm out of here was really scary, right? Because here I am, I'm taking a leap of faith that says I can do this, where I had a paycheck and a, a substantial one at that. Right. And, you know, to say, if I'm going to make anything of my life, I'm going to do it on my own and I'm going to have to figure this out. So, yeah, that was really scary. Right. I mean, my husband right. didn't believe in what I was doing. He thought it was crazy. He told me, you know, this is insane. All of our friends, family, everyone said it was irresponsible. Like it was a tough moment. Right. And so, um, you know, I had to get real clear and I, I did this. I did a, a big T on a whiteboard and I said, what do I want every day? What do I not want every day? And the rewards overtook the, uh, you know, the, the, the pain. So when 
when you have those doubters and those naysayers around you, what did you do to actually tune them out, to really zone in? And like, you must have had this inner knowing inside of you, regardless whether or not you knew the how. Yeah, I mean, I always look at, you know, tell people to, um, yeah, tap into you. I mean, I got really clear on what I wanted. I didn't care anymore about, you know, what others were thinking of me because there's a reason why we have to attach emotions to goals or emotions to decisions, right? Because you're either going to, or, or just an emotion to an experience. We attach emotions to experiences, right? So uh, something horrible could have happened when you're a kid. And so you never do that again, or you never walk down one road or go in a dark alley, right? So there's things that we attach emotionally. So that moment that I saw this woman put a baby in daycare, it, and it, it literally attached into me, into my, into my cellular level that, this is not who I want to be. So I attached an emotion immediately to not wanting that anymore. And I made a decision. Yeah. So it's, you know, the, the, there was so many naysayers out there, but I just got real clear. What do you want? Mm -hmm. Do you want to be this person? And I think what happens, a lot of people, they feel that they're stuck down a rabbit hole, right? Like they're already in the rabbit hole. Like I've already got a job. I get a paycheck. I can never get out of this. And I see it happen all the time, especially with clients of ours that come to us and say, Rhonda, help me build a brand or I want to get out of my job or I, I want to build a course and I want to do something, but I can't get out of this job. It's like, well, why don't you think that you can and it always comes down to because they're so deep down a rabbit hole, they don't ever feel that they can take the leap out. And so it's, it really comes down to just getting very clear on what you want and, you know, having, of course, a support system that can help you get to that point. And that's, um, for me, you know, I, um, I didn't have a support system. My husband was anti what I was doing. Mm -hmm. And so I actually had to my, become my own support system. And I was reading uh, the book by Robert Kiyosaki, um, which was uh, – you know, the, uh, was it Rich Dad Poor Dad, I believe. Yeah, yeah. And then I got, um, right? And so it was just like, I started looking at other support systems that gave me proof that I could do it. Okay. And then at what point did your husband have a shift in thinking? Uh, well, it's, he was, his shift came from after the third month that I actually had a $37,000 month. The first three months though, I had made zero sales. I was building our business. I was um, selling. Um, I actually connected with a personal development company at the time and I was building on helping people build their own personal brand, but using personal development to shift their state. And so I um, was selling personal development products and programs for Bob Proctor, Zig Ziglar, you know, all the greats. And I didn't make one sale for three months. No one, everyone turned me down. Everyone turned me down. I called 3,000 leads on my own. I um, was learning Google ads, marketing. I mean, I've gotten people were calling in until 800 number that I had and no one bought. And so the, my husband was like every day going, what are you doing? You have a master's degree. You know, you are working with high level cardiologists and, 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 you know, you have a pharmaceutical company behind you. Mm -hmm. And I was like, just get away. My vision is bigger than your fears or your doubts. And so sure enough, after the third month, I got really clear on what I wanted and what I was doing. And I had a $37,000 month. And then after that, it just kept getting, you know, bigger and better every month. And my husband's like, wait a minute. Okay, hold on. You mean there's actually people that are trusting you and buying things from you from the phone, right? Like, yeah, it's actually working. Right? Yeah. So it's ha having that social proof for him. Yeah, because I, sure. I find that there's some people who are late adopters. And then we have the earlier adopters, like, I would say probably you and I who, who are willing to jump um, and 
you know, have those people around us, then they believe after they see, but truly it comes down to believing in yourself before you see it. Yeah, that's it. Absolutely. And, and I think that's where most people do fail is that they have ideas, but they don't have enough belief in the, the idea that they've got. So they're actually needing external support. See, right. I didn't need external support whatsoever. I didn't care. Yeah. You know, so I think that's where people get stuck. They've really got to say, I want this so bad more than you do. And that's okay, but I'm going to get it anyways. Right, right. So that leads me, where do you see the market going? We're sitting in a pandemic right now. Um, There's people who are panicked that everything's shutting down around them and they're close to opportunity. And then there's others, like you said, you know, listening to Steve Jobs about, you know, if you're not jumping online, you're missing out. Where do you see the market going now? Yeah, I, you know, that's a great question. I think it's really important because um, people are freaking out right now. And I, you know, tell our clients, like, look, we've got to stay on the head of the curve, right? So there's a curve right now. And right now, most everyone's at the bottom of that curve because um, it's, it's almost like um, I, I look at it when I'm comparing what's going on in the marketplace, what people are doing in their business. It's like a V dip, right? So if we're looking at visually um, your business or, you know, line going straight up, we're in a dip right now. And so for those that are staying ahead of the curve, meaning we know this is going to get come through, right? Historically, we know that the biggest and the best opportunities come during times like this. Mm -hmm. The difference is it's who's going to see them or who's going to fall in to the dip and stay at the bottom, right? So you mentioned being an early adopter, right? People like ourselves are already looking ahead. What can I do right now to serve my current audience, right? So that my offers or what I do serves them with what we've got. But then how do I now get myself already visibly being shown up as being ahead of the curve? Because what we're going to see, Deborah, and this is what's important, especially those that are either considering stepping in or already stepping in the online space or development of their own business is that we have got to understand how um, the, the online or digital economy works, right? So pretty much right now, people are going to dive in right? There's going to be a billion eyeballs. Like we know in Facebook, I think over, um, there's an increase of 37% of people that are just more people on social right now, right? That's an increase. Um, and, and, and 37% of those, there's an increase of online selling. So that obviously means right more eyeballs, more selling. So people are going to buy stuff online. The difference is, is that those that were already buying or online is if you're not showcasing yourself as ahead of the curve, meaning um, innovating your technology or being in front of your clients all the time, you are going to fall into the cesspool of the amount of people that are going to dive in. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's totally, even when people talk about recession, it's about being top of mind. And you know, when, when it's time like this, people are, you know, diminished or feel like that they're going to give up. That's not the when the time that you stop your marketing. You yeah, should continue yeah. to be consistent with your marketing. So when when it's time, like you said, when we hit that peak time again, you're going to be top of mind, and people will have built that relationship with you, that know, like, and trust factor that people are wanting to know more about, and then they're going to do business because they remember that you never stop. Yeah, that's it. I mean, and, and especially right now, like we're directly connected. Our digital agency is connected to Facebook, right? So Facebook HQ sent out a report and said, right now, the absolute best thing you can do is to stay in front of your audience, right? Of course, that's why live streams are so vitally important. Right. Stay in front of your audience. They need to see you. Become a resource for them. Like show up in front. Start thinking of new ideas. Like we've got um, hairdressers and a woman that, did, that does, does eyelashes. She teaches 
um, the shops how to actually run an eyelash company or business, but they, no one can come in and do that. So what is she doing? She's actually running an online course, teaching them how to actually put together the business, the financial side of it, the structures. She's giving them all the coursework. So she just completely pivoted in her business and shifted. So yeah. staying in front of people so that they are seeing you as being their you know, obvious choice. It's like uh, all the heavy lifting that you're doing now will pay out in the end. Um, you know, and Facebook also even said like, look, one of the best ways is getting, getting good PR. So when I was sharing earlier, there's going to be a shift in the market. All right. So we look at trends, right? So there's going to be a shift and the shift is almost like an oil and oil and water. Right, you know, we have a, 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 a jar and you shake up oil and water, it's kind of messy, right? Yeah. But then when it shifts up, right now it's kind of messy. So when we set that jar down, what's gonna happen? The oil is gonna go to the bottom and the water is gonna go to the top. So there's gonna be a defined line. That's what's gonna happen right now when all of this lifts. There's gonna be a defined line of water and oil. And those that are not um, ahead of the curve with innovation or they're showcasing themselves in good PR and which like things like top tier publications, like we are uh, publishing almost 1200 articles a day in Forbes entrepreneur Inc magazine success. They want more good content and not every entrepreneur and not every business can be published in something such as that. Right. right. So uh, Facebook said, look, those that are, that have a quality business that can be featured or talked about in a third party way, like in top PR, they'll, they'll fall into the water and oil levels. Right. And so that's where I think um, people need to start looking at, like, how can I um, give better content, not just daily live content, because that's good. But I mean, like, how do I get my message featured or how do I get um, someone else to talk about what I do in a third party fashion so that they can be seen as the expert in their niche, opposed to just kind of being in that oil cesspool of all this content that's going out. Yeah, exactly. So the things about like being on people's podcasts, you know, being featured in a book, yeah. offering testimonials, going on LinkedIn, articles, of course, you know, being referred to in an article as a content expert. All these are great times that people could be sharing this information and especially with their colleagues, they could be collaborating and writing articles like that saying, hey, I'll feature you in my article if, if you'd feature me in yours. Yeah. Right. We want to continue to build yeah. that. Um, that which leads me to I know you have a book called Skills Are Cheap. Passion is priceless. So when you're thinking about the market that we're in right now, tell us a little bit more about your book. I know it's written a few years ago, but how those concepts still apply. Yeah, I mean, the, my book is it's, it's, it's evergreen because I talk about uh, strategies on how to develop and build your brand. And more than ever right now, uh, building your brand is the most important because people want people. They want stories, right? They want to know that there's a human behind the company. And studies have been done, and this is a study that we had run, is that 78% of people said, I'd rather purchase from a human than a company or a loan. Logo, right because that's why um, if you look at now Richard Branson right Gary V Will Smith there's a reason why these guys are out in front of their companies uh, you know because there's a human behind it so uh, in my book I go through very specific strategies on not only how to um, establish your brand in the marketplace how to uh, really place and create a message that I call is grunt testable, uh, meaning that if you were to share with someone or a, go and see a caveman and then you say, 
this is who I am and this is what I do, a caveman would immediately go, oh, yeah, I got it. Because so many people, if you think about it, you go to networking events, you go to stuff, and you ask them, oh, what do you do? And like, well, I kind of do this. Oh, I also do this. I do this too. Oh, I'm a transformational artist, but I do this and I do this. They're like, huh? And they just, they just zoom over, right? They're, they gloss over. If we're making people use too much mental bandwidth to think about what you're saying, you've lost them. That's the same even more so now in going live or delivering messages online. If you are not able to articulate exactly what you do and how you do it, people mm -hmm. will gloss over, right? So all these, um, I, I, oh, I use this motto that structure gives us freedom. So if, if you're doing a Facebook Live or you are sharing with someone what you do, if you have no structure behind it and it's always random and messy, people are going to think that about you and they just will never buy. Right. So when somebody, you know, comes up to me and they ask me, who are you? What is it that you do? And I said, nice to meet you. Oh, my name's Rhonda Swan. I'm the CEO of the Unstoppable Branding Agency, where we help our clients create sexy brands and turn them into profit making machines and amplify their brand with PR and media like Forbes, Entrepreneur and Inc. Magazine. Boom. Like, that's exactly what I do. People are like, oh, right. They know what I do. But when you're just kind of like, la, 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 I do this, I do this people tend to glaze over. So I think that right there, that's what I, I teach everyone in my book specifically, like how to really dial in a message that is so grunt testable and specific that it'll stand the test of time and that you confidently share what you do so that people just lean in and they want it. So one of the things we talk about a lot here on the Millionaire Woman Show is about that mindset. Mm -hmm. So when we're thinking about clarity and you know, when you quit your job, you were very clear that this is what you needed to do. So for many of our viewers or listeners, they might be in that place that it's all messy right now. And do you have any system or um, tips for helping people get really clear on what they're deciding? Yeah, I mean, it's really actually, it, it, it's more simple than we think. Um, I, we use this often. We, we, I would ask everyone right now to draw a T on a piece of paper, right? A T. And on the left-hand side, I want you to write, what do I want my day to look like? And what do I not want my day to look like? Okay, then you're going to do another T. And it's what do I want to, who do I want to work with every day? Who do I not want to work with every day? Okay, then I want to draw a third T. And what is it on the left-hand side that I am so extremely good at that I can actually serve people? And on the right-hand side, you want to take what you wrote on the left-hand side, but bring it over to the right if that's something that you could do every day and not get board. So we do three different T's and it's quite simple yet so profound because when you're very specific on what you want, that's when clarity comes because then you go, okay, I can really see this. And your left-hand side should always be everything that you don't want. And the right-hand side is everything you absolutely want. And then you can start to pick and choose what is it, who is it, and how do I want to deliver it every single day? And then it starts to become a lot easier for people to go, okay, I could, you know, teach kids every day. Like I personally love my daughter and, and, and she's uh, amazing. I have one child. She's, uh, her name's Hannah Lay. She actually has her own six figure fashion company at uh, year eight. She's actually opened her company, but I don't want to, people always go, Oh my gosh, can you please teach me how you taught Hannah Lay? And how did you raise her? Well, we wrote a book about it. My daughter wrote a book and it was awesome, but I don't like just talking about how to raise a kid. I just, that's not my jam, right? I am a, you know, a more of a high powered businesswoman that taught my daughter business structures and strategies. Right. And people always ask, oh, but can you just tell me how you parenting? I go, 
I don't like to talk about parenting. But at first I thought I did, right? So we, right. we made a course, it's awesome course. Um, and But I don't like to talk about that every day. So when people ask me to go on podcasts, I'm like, yeah, cool, I will. But I got to talk about like how to raise an entrepreneur kid, not just how to raise a kid, right? So right. these are the kind of things, you do that little structure and you map it out, you realize, wait a minute, I don't really want to do that every day, right? So what does it take to build that sexy brand, that appeal, that compelling drawing brand that says, I want to be a part of that? I know you talked about having that human aspect. Is there anything else that people should keep in yeah, mind when building absolutely. a brand? Absolutely. For me, a sexy brand, why we call it sexy is because sexy is someone that's very confident. They know what they do. They know how they do it. And they know who they are going to serve. All right. And so you've got to know who you are, how you do it, and who you can serve more than anything. And that's when your true authenticity can come out. Uh, I, I see those that are, oh, I'm going to build a brand, but they're just doing it to make money. Right. So it's got to be something that you can truly serve someone and that is through your true authentic self. So what we do is we work through um, a process of just, you know, clarifying your brand image, your brand message, and your brand strategy. But in order to get there, you've got to understand who you can serve. So how we start off with, first off, what is your promise, right? What is your promise that your brand can offer to someone and they will know every time. I call it my sealed with the kiss promise. Everyone knows when they come to me, they are gonna get a sexy brand because it visibly looks amazing. They know exactly how they do and what they do, but it's also, it's gonna be a profit machine. So we say, we, our, my, my promise is you get a sexy brand that's a profit machine, right? So there's a lot that goes into that for my promise because that means that I have to help them craft a, an offer. I have to help them launch something, right? And we then uh, work them through how to actually, you know, create sales funnels, all of that. So I, my sexy brand side of all my promise is really wrapped up into what our zone is. So you have to have what is your promise and how do you pull it through? Um, second is, of course, telling the story. The brand story has to be very connected and authentic, right? People come to me because, yeah, I run a great branding agency, but they also come to us because we travel the world. Our values are fans family, right? Our values, our integrity. So like that's part of our story that makes people connect to our service. Um, third is uh, innovation. We are always innovating, right? So there's, we don't do things manually. We have sales funnels. People can see our marketing is always innovative. We always have film and, and we're doing things always new opposed to just being like the old boys kind of school, right? So we right. look at that with our clients. Yeah. And now more than ever is the greatest time to be innovative. And I, and I really like the, you know, how you're talking about the promise sealed to the kiss because people want to guarantee, they want to know that they're going to have this outcome. But what I really love is that we're sharing these stories that make us real, re real relevant and yeah. showing some vulnerability so that people can say, yeah, you connect with me. You get where I come from. You're having, you had the same experiences or the same feelings that I did. And that's where people really are drawn to that humanistic part that say, you know what? I'm not that much different of working with you. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's where the trust factor comes in, right? And that's where that whole sexy brand comes and ties together is, you know, because you're just so authentically you and who you are and how you're doing it and who you can serve. It's just so clear, right? And I, that's really where people hit the sweet spot, right? And that's where um, making sales and, and, and webinars or however their, their service delivery is, is so easy. Right. People go, Oh, how is it so easy for you? But remember it wasn't initially I was 
couldn't make a sale after calling 3,000 people because I wasn't being authentic. I wasn't being myself. I was putting dollar signs on people's forehead. All I wanted to do was make a sale. And then I realized these are human beings on the other side. People oh, first, profit after, right? Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. it. So we're almost at the end of the interview. So I have a couple questions um, for you. And you've already talked about Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. But is there any other book that has had a strong influence on you while you've grown your business and your brand? Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, Simon Sinek, Starting With Why, is an incredible, incredible book. It helps all, all companies really dive into the center, which is the why, and then move outwards. Um, that keeps authenticity. Uh, certainly Robert Kiyosaki's books, um, but change your life, change your, um, change your thinking, change your life. I think it's deep, uh, um, Wayne Dyer. Yes. That really changed uh, who I was being, right? My whole beingness. So those are really three of my favorite books. Uh, Tim Ferriss, of course, for our work week is what triggered us to say, wait, we can leave. We can do this. That's why we started yeah. to travel. Because uh, Tim's like, just outsource and set up structures. And boom, that's what we did. And I haven't touched mail in 12 years. Because Beautiful. we did it. For <laughs> right? So yeah, those would be my, two, my four top uh, books that I would recommend. So what does it mean to you to live rich from the inside out? Oh, that you're just truly happy every day with yourself. Right? Is that every night and every day... You go, yeah, I'm just going to be my best self ever today. And I'll be the best version of myself every day. Because, you know, I, I, people get hung up on wealth, don't they? And they think, oh, this comes down to money. Man, it's so much more. If you're feeling wealthy about who you are, you're a wealth of love and, 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 and exuberate goodness to the world, then you are wealthy. And I do believe that currency is called currency. It's actually movement of energy. So yeah. if you are happy with who you are and your true authenticity comes through and your sexy brand is showcasing out, boom, currency like money comes forward. And that's where we just keep the nice cycle of currency moving. So I think it's about So how can people continue to stay in touch with you, Rhonda? This has been a phenomenal interview. And I think you've had people thinking about clarity, helping them make decisions. Because once the decision is made, the rest of the how part will unfold as long as you're willing to put in the effort. So how can people stay in touch with you? Yeah, or continue absolutely. To work with the you? easiest place, Swan Links. My last name is Swan, like the bird. Links.com. That has all of my free stuff, my social connections, and it also has um, everything I do, my book, etc. So Swan Links is the best place, but I'm also on social media, Rhonda Swan, uh, Rhonda with an H, uh, Instagram. I'm really strong on Instagram with a lot of content, free content every day. And um, yeah, stay connected to me there. I, I host the Help Me Rhonda show as well. Um, and that's, you know, broadcast all over uh, Facebook Live, YouTube, and on podcasts as well. How awesome. I love that Help Me Rhonda. It makes me think of that song. Help, help me <laughs> yeah, I was named after that song. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Thank you so much for being such a fabulous guest. There's so many nuggets of information. Make sure you go over to her website. We'll have the links below, um, below this video. And if you're on iTunes, please hop over to... Um, YouTube and all the links will be there as plus in the show notes on my website where you can go to www.debrakazowski.com and you're also going to have available to you making habits stick a three-part mini course that's available to you but go over to iTunes rate subscribe to the millionaire woman show so you don't miss a single beat share this with your colleagues your friends anyone who's a budding entrepreneur or someone who's you know had enough and wants to take that big leap this episode alone could be that game changer for helping them to say you know what I got this I can do this because if Rhonda can do it a lot of others, you are ready to go after what you want and know with clarity what it is that you truly want.
As Muhammad Gandhi said, be the change you see in the world. And on behalf of Rhonda and myself, go out and make today great.